Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Just Fish Outdoors. I'm your host, Dale York, and I designed Just Fish Outdoors to focus on freshwater lakes and streams and to provide information, tips, and techniques, along with how-to segments for catching everything from crappie to catfish. We will also provide tips on equipment, tackle, boating, and much, much more. All of this is aimed at helping you catch more fish and have fun doing it. So join us each week as we talk about my favorite subject, fishing. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Just Fish Outdoors. On uh, this week's show, we're going to focus on fishing the fall turnover and, uh, boy, what we can do as anglers to help combat that. You know, for a few days in the fall when those lakes turn over, this can be one of the toughest times to to catch and, and also pattern fish because they can be so scattered. So uh, we'll try to uh, throw some tips out and, and try to throw some help out to those anglers that may be experiencing this uh, this time of year right now and for years to come. You know, for anglers in the Midwest, the term fall turnover brings to mind several thoughts and questions. What exactly does the fall turnover mean? Or what is a fall turnover? The fall turnover happens when a lake lower level of the water mixes quickly with the upper layer of the lake. And, uh, boy, that can, that can happen quickly, and uh, it usually happens somewhere in the uh, surface water temperatures in the 60s. Anglers who have a lot of experience on certain lakes may develop their own opinions on what happens during the turnover, but many times uh, they'll also blame tough fishing conditions or fish kills during the turnover. What researchers have actually found, though, is that bass are affected by the turnover, but typically only for a few days. The bass that spend the majority of their time in deep water are going to be the ones that are affected the most. And you know that makes sense, folks. Uh, In the summertime, when we have the thermoclines that form in many of our highland or midland reservoirs, uh, those fish will be right close or can be right close to that thermocline. And when that thermocline disappears, when the lake turn over, when turns over, then, uh, boy, it can really cause uh, havoc on the patterns that you may be fishing. But one of the things that may help you, if your lake is larger and typically has cur- a lot of current in it, either from the river or wind, it may not experience a fall turnover. If it does occur, the impact on the bass will be much, much less uh, or non-existent. And this is because the water has more turbidity uh, most of the season long, resulting in the lake's water being very similar in all depths, and in some cases, the thermocline never forms. If the water you're fishing does experience a fall turnover, and the fishing does just seem very slow, the easiest thing to do is just to, uh, you know, roll up your stuff and come back in a few days, and it will be back to normal. And as we all know, you know, that's just one of the things that you deal with when you're fishing. If you're on a lake that is currently undergoing a turnover or has just gone through it, 
It really may help to be thinking about that deep pattern you fished during the summer months, and during that summer pattern, the bass were positioned near the thermocline. Their turnover has now eliminated that, so bass have no limits on water depth, and this is what happens. They, they can scatter all over the place vertically in the water column. They may be deeper than they were during the summer, or they may have moved up shallow, and uh, that's part of the problem with trying to pattern these things. If you keep a sharp eye on the water you're fishing, uh, it will aid you in visually being able to identify that the fall turnover has occurred or is occurring. If you notice that the water clarity has suddenly became much more stained and there even may be clumps of dead or dying vegetation on the water surface, then you probably have a pretty good idea that the fall turnover is now occurring or has just happened. You can also identify that the turnover has happened by using your electronics. What I'll do, folks, is I'll, I'll turn my sensitivity on my Lowrance 16 Live uh, way up and scan around in the deeper water. If, if I mark bait fish scattered across several different depths, bingo, <laughs> I will know that the lake is turning over. Now that the bass are scattered over many different water depths, I suggest using baits and presentations that allow you to cover the greatest amount of water possible. Uh, I'm going to throw a few of these out uh, that, that may help you cover some of the baits and presentations I suggest to accomplish this. One of my first choices to do this, folks, is a crankbait. It is one of my favorite choices to cover water quickly and locate schooled up fall bass. Uh, it is an excellent selection. Uh, selecting a crankbait that will, you know, just bump into remaining vegetation or may bump into visible or non-visible cover may be the key. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about color and size choice. One of the things that will really help you is having a selection of rod and reels with different line sizes it will be a great asset here folks because the line size will affect the depth at which your crankbait runs if you want your crankbait to run deeper you know just decrease the line size maybe go from a 14 pound test line down to a 12 pound test line otherwise also if you want your bait to run shallower you know, increase your line size. One of my favorite sizes to start with this time of year, folks, is a, is a round of 14 or 15 pound fluorocarbon and then increase or decrease the pound test as needed. Remember that fluorocarbon will sink and that will aid you in fishing crankbaits, especially deeper. Also, folks, Remember to vary your size and diving depth of your crankbait selection. Uh, look at the conditions of the water you're trying to cover. You know, start with a rod reel line diameter and bait that will go maybe 6 to 10 feet of water and uh, go deeper from there. Try and locate a few bait fish in your lake. This is very important. And take note of the size and color of those bait fish then try to what we call match the hatch. 
you know, try to select a, a crankbait that is very similar in size and color than uh, the, the, the current depth of water that you're fishing. This can be very helpful and really may increase your strike ratio. Don't focus on one size, one color, or one depth, or one bait. You know, change it up, these selections for increased results. Try a bait that'll dive 6 to 10 foot uh, with a certain pound test line. Then, then maybe go deeper, select a bigger bait or a bigger bill, or maybe go to uh, some kind of lipless crankbait, fish it shallower. Fish many different patterns. Don't get hung up on one bait. And uh, you'll you'll see by doing that, you'll find one of those baits that's going to work for you. And on color, you know, here we go, folks. Don't forget to utilize the information on the size of the bait fish that you just looked at when we talked earlier. The, the bass may be feeding on this particular size and that particular color and use this to help in your selection of crankbaits that will match the the information or the size of the bait fish that you've seen. If the water is more stained, use crankbaits that have more brighter colors. You know, use some reds, some chartreuses, things of that nature. Uh, it may be helpful to select those baits also that have rattles in them if you're fishing more stained water. Those baits with rattles will help the bass kind of key in on those baits as you're cranking them through the water and uh may be that particular key that helps you catch more fish don't forget to to look at those rattles and uh, and the opposite may be true if you want if you're fishing water that's less stained to clear you may want to use baits that have a chrome or more of a silver or a shad color the next bait that we'll talk about is spinner baits you know spinner baits are very popular fall lure and it can be cast far, it can be pitched almost, it can be retrieved at various speeds and depths, and the changing up of blade combinations make this lure extremely versatile. For lure choice, you know, have a variety of sizes and weights available. You know, you may want to start with a quarter ounce up shallow, then you may want to go all the way to a one ounce, you know, fishing that 15 plus depth of water. My choice of, of the first one out of the box is usually a 3 8 ounce size because it can be fished in many different ways in many different water depths. It can be burned near the surface or fished much, much deeper. The color choice is, is not as difficult either. You know, due to the bass's food source during the fall being primarily shad or similar bait fish, Try selecting a, uh, maybe a white skirt or a maybe white and chartreuse if the water is a little more stained. With a, also with a white trailer, and it can be very effective during the fall. Uh, another very important thing to look at is uh, blade choice. You know, if you're wanting to fish this bait very shallow, you may, you may want to go to a willow leaf blade, uh, especially if the water is a little clearer. A willow leaf will produce less vibration and more uh, shine uh, than uh, a Colorado blade. But if you're fishing more stained water, you definitely want to go to a Colorado blade because it does have increased vibration 
and uh, is going to be your blade of choice in more stained water. Don't uh, you know? Don't get hung up once again on one size or one color or one blade combination. Use use a selection because they're all very good at. Another bait that we'll talk about, and it is one of my favorites, is a swim jig. You know, this choice of this swim jig, I usually start with a quarter ounce fishing that less than eight foot of water. Quarter to three eighths ounce swim jig. The swim jig is a great technique to use if you're targeting, you know, water that is less than 10 foot deep. And there are still some vegetation or stumps or or a cover around that that you're fishing around. Uh, don't forget to put a trailer on your swim jigs. Switch up the trailer on your swim jig depending on the water conditions. If the water is more stained, you may want to use a trailer that has more bulk to it. If you use a trailer that has more bulk to it in, in stained conditions, the bass can key in on the increased bulk, and uh, you may see an increase of strikes. If the water is clear, you may opt a slimmer trailer with good tail action. So, uh, you know, don't forget your trailer can be very important, almost as important as your selection of swim jig chives. The other thing that we'll talk about on swim jigs is color choice. You know, remember that the bass are feeding heavily this time of year on shad, and the shad colors are predominantly the colors of choice when you're fishing a swim jig and especially your trailer. So, you know, keep that in mind. Another one of my top bait choices is a jig. If you're targeting remaining weeds or vegetation or laydowns or stumps in your lake, the jig is an excellent choice. It, the jig can be flipped. It can be pitched. It can be cast into these prime locations. Uh, you know, it can be pitched up shallow next to timber around boat docks or other cover which may be holding bass the jig is a very versatile bait and should be on the front deck of your boat during the fall of the year uh it it just consistently produces larger fish folks you know if you're if you're targeting larger fish this this is the bait of choice uh, you may not get as many bites, but uh, chances are that the bites you get will be bigger fish. So uh, I highly recommend the jig when when you're fishing these conditions. The color and size choice, oh my gosh. The color choices range from white to black and blue. <laughs> I, I have a, a wide variety of colors that I use, and uh, I suggest using a trailer that will closely match your jig color selection. You know, one of the things, if you're fishing a black and blue jig, you may want to go to a black and blue salt craw or other craw imitation uh, that uh, you can use as a trailer because it can be very, very beneficial. The jig can be worked fast or very slow, fished at any depth. I suggest using jigs in different sizes to cover many different conditions and water depths. Uh, one of my favorite sizes of jigs is a 3 8 ounce jig. It's very versatile and may be the best option for you to start with when using these baits. And it's very, very useful even on larger line sizes. Remember, experiment with relative speeds and water depths to find what the bass may like that day. 
you know, you can fish, like I said, you can fish this jig all the way from, uh, you know, a couple of feet deep out to 20, 30 feet deep. So don't be afraid to, to vary that jig size along with the water depth you're fishing and the, the pattern and the, the uh, uh, retrieve that you're using for that jig. All right, that'll just about cover uh, most of the baits that I really suggest this time of year. Uh, I'll throw out a couple other tips that uh, I found very, very helpful. Uh, a couple of tips that will help you when fishing the turnover. Folks, uh, do not underestimate the wind direction. The wind direction can be critical this time of year. Fish the wind-blown side of the lake. The wind will blow warmer water into those areas and locate a consistent bait fish pattern. And this can be very, very beneficial in, uh, in ganging up those schools of bass and you being very successful at catching them. Another key pattern to, to fish uh, is consistent weather patterns. You know, you ideally want to get out on the water when you've had a day or two of consistent warm winds and consistent warm days. Fishing the second or third day of a consistently warm weather pattern will position the bass and heavily increase your odds of producing fish. Because it, it positions the bait fish, it will also position the bass so don't forget that you know it's it can be very critical the one thing you you try really hard not to do is you don't want to fish the day after a cold front uh when you've had say a south or southwest wind for the last two or three days and now the day you go on the lake all of a sudden you got a north wind that that's really going to hurt your chances and, and reduce your strike ratios. It, it really, really will. So try to pick that second or third day, hopefully before that cold front comes in, where you can, you can pattern that windy bank and uh, you, you'll drastically increase your odds. Well, that'll just about sum it all up. The main thing is, folks, don't be afraid to fish the fall turnover. Bass still eat. And if the fall weather pattern is consistent for a couple of days, get out there and catch them. The fall fishing is absolutely my favorite time of year. The fish are feeding up heavily, and uh, you can couple that with the very, very low boat traffic on your area reservoirs, and that distance produces a very, very winning combination for catching bass, folks. And like I said, folks, it's, it is absolutely my favorite time of year to get out and bass fish or crappie fish or many other things. You know, some of the places, uh, the fall turnover color, the fall turnover is awesome. The color of the leaves on the bank and up in the trees is absolutely awesome. And you can catch some wonderful, wonderfully warm and nice days on the water this time of year. So don't be afraid to get out there and fish at fall turnover and even after the turnover. You know, the, these fish will be very active even with water temperatures down in the 50s. So get out there and get after them, and uh, I guarantee you, you'll, you'll, be, uh, you'll be productive and you'll catch some fish. Catch our podcast weekly 
you can find us all over the place. Just type in Just Fish Outdoors. That's with a J-S-T, folks. Just Fish Outdoors. Uh, we try to put these podcasts out weekly, and we're all about trying to help everyone catch more fish. Uh, I'm also uh, Lawrence Pro Staff, so if you have Lawrence questions, uh, feel free to drop me a line. Catch me on my Facebook page, Just Fish Outdoors, uh, or you can email me at justfishoutdoors at justfish.com. That's with the JST, folks, Just Fish. Okay, that'll wrap it up this week. If you have any questions, feel free to drop me an email. Catch me on my Facebook page, and we'll catch you next week. 